It's time for Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on News Radio WFLA Orlando. All right, welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts, live every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And thank you again for joining us every week right here on iHeartRadio. And it's not just iHeartRadio where we are on. We are streaming on every different streaming mechanism that you can possibly go to. Isn't that right, Joe? Whether That's it's iTunes, iTunes, Overcast, Spotify, YouTube, uh, any any of the smaller ones, if you like bespoke podcasts, you know, they're all available to you. There We're you all over. There you go. Last weekend, I was looking for something to listen to. And on Spotify, I was like, you know what? I've never really searched myself uh, here on Spotify. So I went podcast section search and I just put in contractor talk and boom, the logo came up right there and you can listen to any of our previous shows with one click of a button. Uh, so it's really cool. You can also go to our website, contractortalkpodcast.com, and you can see every show that we've ever had on here. And it does have um, uh, titles, so you can see uh, who is on the show, what we're talking about. If you're just new to us, if you're just now tuning in, uh, we are a show that brings on contractors. We bring on legal folks, so attorneys. Uh, we have contractors that talk about how to do business here in the state of Florida and how we help insureds to bring the knowledge to them and the policyholders and the uh, clients that need assistance or maybe they haven't hit that one time of need where they have to file an insurance a claim against their property insurance uh, provider. And that's what we talk a lot about here on the show, what to do, who to call, and if you need the team um, to, to assist you. And we've had many callers over the years. And yes, I've said years, we had a show over at a different network and it was a live call-in show. And there were folks that were calling in over the weekends and saying, hey, I am in this situation right now. I have a loss. I had to file against my insurance company. And here we are, they're doing everything that you're saying that they're doing. They're delaying the process, uh, partially denying or fully denying us. And now we're in a position where we don't know what to do, who to call, where to go from here. And this is the show. Uh, we also talk about law changes that have recently happened that changes the landscape in the way that not only contractors do business, but the way that consumers also uh, um, have a right to contract with service providers here in the state of Florida and how they have to either front the money now, or do they actually have coverage under their policy of insurance um, and what that looks like. So we talk about that here on the show on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Um, today we have an awesome guest. Uh, his name is Brad with the Drain Daddy, DrainDaddy.com. Be careful, folks, when logging on to that website, <laughs> DrainDaddy.com. What's going on, Brad? How are What's you? What's up, bud? How are you? Good afternoon. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's good to have you on. And like I said, I mean, we have uh, good service providers that are on here, uh, uh, whether it be air conditioning folks, roofing contractors, um, and I think even Joe. Uh, we had a previous guest uh, on with um, uh, Four Seasons uh, Air Conditioning, and I think you've already had them out your house right yeah yeah i definitely have i'm now a member of the gold club and uh and i feel good and on top of that my <laughs> wife was like so stoked with me she said you're doing preventative maintenance i said yeah that's right preventative maintenance she's Look like at you. that's and you right got, and you got some brownie points right i got brownie points and it's really cold in my house i love it i'm stoked <laughs> I, I it's fantastic right and if you if you have a plumbing issue this is the guy you need to call brad at the drain daddy is who you need to be calling you can go to his website thedraindaddy.com to get a hold of him but um but you 
were we were just talking in the break. I think it's uh, it's it's interesting because you see a lot of service calls on the daily with people that are having backed up drain uh, drains. Um, and in some situations, we we're just kind of chatting about cast iron. Um, but you also run into uh, you know your daily. Um, I need this to to whether it be unclogged or to change out a hot water tank. What are the main types of services you provide there at Drain Daddy? All of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we do a lot of repipes, uh, a lot of water heater replacements, basic service calls too, drippy faucets, um, new construction, add-ons, water heater upgrades, water filtration. Nice. I mean, anything residential we take care of and some light commercial as well. That's awesome. And uh, is there like uh, Joe had mentioned, like some, some providers have a, like a preventative service package. Do you offer something like that or are there inspections or how does that work with your, with your company? Yeah, we do a annual maintenance uh Club membership, basically nice. similar to as what AC companies do. And we come yeah. out to the house twice a year. We drain and flush the water heater um, and nice. we check all of the angle stops, open the cabinets. It, a lot of people don't really spend a lot of time pulling all of the things out from underneath the kitchen sink mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take a look and just make sure there's nothing dripping there. Right. Right. And that's good. I mean, cause you have the dishwasher right next to it. And in my experience, I've had that happen one time. You're not really looking underneath there and it's not leaking when you're just using your, your, uh, your, your kitchen sink. But for, in my, uh, experience, it was every time I had the dishwasher on a little bit of water came out underneath that drain, um, or underneath that plumbing and it got wet underneath the, um, uh, the cabinet. So nobody saw it for a while until the bottom started to the whole thing fell in. Yeah. 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 The, the particle board, if, especially if it's particle board on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It, that's usually what happens. All the weight from all of the cleaners sitting on the bottom of that base cabinet and getting wet constantly, it falls in. And then they realize, oh man, looks like we got to call the plumber. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. it's time. And if you have that preventative uh, program, it looks like it's something you'd be able to catch before it becomes a big problem. Yeah. Uh, it's really beneficial for the client because not only do they get those inspections, but they get additional savings anytime that they call us. They get bumped to the front of the list above. Uh, if they need priority service, they get it immediately and they don't get charged overtime fees for nights or weekends either. Oh, that's awesome. Man, that's always the worst. And it's always when you come home Friday night from work and you realize that something's messed up and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait till Monday to get this addressed. And a lot of people work Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, we have two income households now. So mom and dad are both gone all day long. And it's nice to for my clients to know that they can schedule something five thirty, six o'clock during the week or during a Saturday when they know that they're going to be home all day. Right. Right. And that's great. That's great to have as well, too. Um, is there a basic phone number that you have for them to get a hold of you outside of your website? Yeah, uh, it's 689-227-9713. Awesome. And that goes directly to your company or is that good? That's to my cell phone. That's your it's cell phone number. 20, that's awesome. You might want to. All right. Let's, all right. Let's let's do this again. Let's let's everybody get out your cell phone. <laughs> like, like And like we say, when we have a lawyer on here, start typing in. <laughs> start typing in lawyer, you know, in this situation, you need to put in Brad drain daddy and then get ready for this number. All right, write this down. How do they get a hold of you? Can, they can call you or text you on this number. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. hundred percent. 24 hours a day. It's six, eight, nine, 
two two seven nine seven one three. That's awesome. And that's Brad with the Drain Daddy. You want to make sure you get on the program. Like you said, nights and weekends. Um, if you're on the program, you get bumped to the top of the list. It's always great to have a maintenance program set up. But when you have that um, that that time of need, and like we talk about on the show every uh, every so often, um, and we talk about how to document uh, prior to like say major storms or events, it's always good to document all of your contents, no matter what. I mean, water losses are are, are number two outside of wind um, being the being the first way of causing damage to your home and allowing water to come in. That meaning being after a big storm or after like a a pop up, so to speak, where you have wind or uh, hits a tree branch and opens up your, uh, your uh, a hole in your roof or your windows, that kind of thing. The next biggest, uh, I was going to say claim uh, that I've ever been filed is, is, is based off of plumbing. Um, and it's, and it's always in a most, you know, uh, inconvenient time and inconvenient places usually. Um, and, uh, and, and it, it is tough to determine one or the other, uh, meaning like if you're in your bathroom and one thing I want to talk about a lot is that, that, that some folks, it takes them so long to figure out that they have like maybe a, um, uh, a, a misinstalled like shower uh, pan, shower pan, shower pans are the, they take forever by the time you realize that there's a problem what's inside the walls and underneath that shower pan and maybe even the bathroom floor is uh is dangerous stuff you know yeah yeah I, and, and that's what i was gonna say it's hard to determine is there a leak in the faucet where you turn your water off and on or is it just you have a misinstalled or, or hole somewhere um you know in that uh plastic barrier that's laid underneath there and that's really what your shower pan is mm-hmm. big thick plastic barrier that goes down um and it should go up above what there's like a so I put them up 12 inches up the wall. Nice. You yeah. know, the, I think code is like six inches. I was going to ask. What I, is always, code? I always put them at 12 inches just to, just to be a little safer. And up and over any curb that may be to where a door would be installed if it was a. Uh, yeah. The, the goal uh, is you want to waterproof anything that water is going to touch. Even if there's glass doors, any curb needs to be wrapped with a, uh, with a pan liner. Yeah. Or nowadays, there's so many different types of waterproofing technology. As long as that whole area is waterproofed and can hold water, you're in decent shape. I see them all the time where contractors just drill holes when they put the hardy board on. <laughs> and puts holes everywhere. All, all right. right, we're going to take a break here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. Back contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to jump on over to our Facebook page and like us there, follow us there. Contractor talk with Richie Kidwell. We also push this out on streaming everywhere, so go to uh, find us on iTunes, Spotify, any type of streaming uh, vessel that you like to listen to. We're there. Don't forget us. Uh, uh, and don't miss any show. Again, go over to our website as well, contractortalkpodcast.com. You'll find previous shows there anytime. And we're getting better at uh, putting more stuff on our Facebook page. If you have a question for us, go ahead and shoot us a message over there. We can be able to talk about it, any subject you might have on the next show. Um, so so please uh, uh, hit us up there. I believe there's some also contact information on our website. Uh, you can send us an email there or messages through our uh, our website contractortalkpodcast.com I I feel like Facebook is a little bit more uh we pay attention to that a little bit more so we definitely have messages rolling in there on the constant 
24-7 drip feed of content and questions. There you go. All right. So maybe that's the best way to go. Check us out on our Facebook page, comments, questions, that kind of stuff. Um, I've had previous questions before from different public adjusters, even from different states and saying, wow, it's a lot different there in Florida than it is here. Uh, one of them was calling from uh, or uh, sending a message from uh, California. So they listened to all of our shows and it's amazing. They say the differences in Florida than it is everywhere else. And it really is. Uh, we talk about the relationship between public adjusters, um, with attorney firms, with restoration contractors, even with plumbers. Um, and today we have a uh, guest, Brad, with the Drain Daddy. And we were talking even before or, or in between here of the, uh, of the segments. And uh, they're definitely a space to work with the restoration contractors, especially as a plumber, uh, just as there is with uh, public adjusters who help assist in ensuring that they have the insured as, as being fairly represented. Uh, as we know, a lot of times the insurance company, if you have to file that claim and let's say, you know, a, a plumbing loss does well supersede the, the insurance deductible. And in my head, as a, as a policyholder, I would decide that just like I do on an auto situation. If I have a, a $5,000 claim and I have a $500 deductible, I'm probably going to turn in the claim, but if it's around thousand dollars or whatever like that, I'm not going to file a claim. I'm just going to take care of it. Um, and what we've seen in some of these, uh, even cast iron drain, uh, uh backups uh, that like I was showing you on some of our templates, I mean, some of these, uh, damages get, 20, 30, $40,000, uh, worth of damage. And that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a big mess to cover, especially when you didn't know when you bought this house so many years later that your cast iron was going to fail and that the only way to, uh, to fix it is to trench the, uh, the entire lines out from the outside all the way to each bathroom and the kitchen and pull out the old drain line and put a new one in, put a new one in. Yeah. And then you have to replace the flooring and everything else that, uh, that we had to beat up, uh, to get there. Yeah. It's, uh, that's the worst news that I ever give to homeowners really. That's the, the most destructive, but the most effective way to do any sort of sewer line replacements. There's a lot of companies that will offer these liners and I'm with you. I'd rather trench it put new pipe in the ground and never have to worry about it again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm the same. I, um, uh, and that's, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the same issue in my house and I chose to do that rather than having the, uh, you know, line coded or whatever. What is your thought about that? You know, I've talked to Taylor <laughs> before. I've talked to others in the industry. I love that liner, you know, uh, and I, I'm just curious to see, you know, what your thought is on that. I, I think if it's too mangled, I don't know if a liner would, you know, would help, like, especially if a tree root, uh, you know, went through the cast iron line, like how, how do you fix that without pulling it out and put a new piece in? So it has its application, right? Let's say sure. that you're working a factory and there's a separation in a fitting under the floor. You don't want to shut down that business just to what open the entire floor and replace the entire sewer line. If the sewer is in good shape and it's straight and it's structurally sound and there's some roots that get into one section, you jet those roots out and then shoot a liner inside of it, right? If it's, if it's cast iron and it's got a bunch of scale buildup, super rusty, the bottom's rotten in it, your, your liner is going to take the shape generally of the exact pipe that's there. So mm -hmm. if it's bellied, back pitched, if it's got um, any sort of imperfections on the inside of the pipe, it's ovaled or crushed, a liner's not going to do it. The, you have to do the old school method. Just dig it up and put new, clean, straight pipe in there. Yeah, yeah. 
No, that's 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 good because I, I was thinking of the same thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, you're theoretically putting like a um, um, almost like a like a jelly liner through there that hardens, and it, it'll take shape, just like you said, of whatever that is is left with. So if it's rusted out and it's lifted up, or like you said, bellied out, then you know. So at, at those points, you're gonna have to, in my head, I guess, cut that out and replace that that, that section. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's the only effective way to do it properly. You know, um, now there, there, it does have its application. Like I said, underneath industrial spaces, driveways, main sewers that are straight, but just have some root infiltration, um, some clay, like, uh, we get mm. clay pipe that mm-hmm. is every three foot, there's another fitting and they just put concrete around it back in the day. So as the, as the ground shifts a little bit and roots start to get in there, you can jet that out and shoot it with a liner and it'll last another hundred years. Right. Or some municipalities like in California, they have, it's the homeowner's responsibility from the city lateral in the middle of the road to the property. Here we have the city easement that stops at the sidewalk, right? Right, right. Or wherever the utilities kind of come across that street. Mm -hmm. But in LA, you're not going to pay DOT fees to bring backhoes and excavators to, to dig up 12 foot of sewer line. So you cut it at the sidewalk, let them shoot a liner to the city lateral and then replace everything else up to the house. Mm-hmm. So that's just an effective or long-term fix. Yeah. It's, right. it's a, it's, I mean, unless there's an issue with the line underneath this, the street, right. Then you have to do that. But right. if you right. want to give them a good warranty on the entire sewer line, just line it all the way to the lateral from the edge of the, the road. Hmm. And, and you mentioned uh, when you do come in uh, uh, to uh, uh, some families' homes and, you know, you're d- diagnosing that. And uh, um, are, are those are the options that you do give um, or, or are you just going straight to we, we, we do need to uncover this? We need to uh, replace those pipes. I, I, I don't know if that's a service you do offer as far as a liner goes. I don't offer lining services, but the, the way that I handle my drain cleaning calls is we allow the clients to reinvest every step of the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies will charge you for the snaking of the drain, the camera, then the jet job, and then the spot repair. And then they find out that it all needs to be replaced. And you're paying like all of these steps along the way. We try to go a step-by-step basis. The first thing we do is we'll cable the drain line, right? Mm-hmm. Then if uh, that proves ineffective, or if even if we pull roots back or something, then we'll offer a camera inspection. After mm-hmm. that, hydrojet, all of the work we just did gets supplied to the hydrojetting. If we feel like we need to dig up some sewer, the money from the hydro jetting and stuff gets credited towards the the next step. So that way we're trying to give the client every opportunity to, hey, let's just see what we, we got to get in there first, find out what's going on, where that's located, then dig that up. Hmm. But it allows them to kind of come along with us on the process. And we're, we're only allowing them to spend the money on what really needs to be done. We're not going to cable the drain line and leave. And then let it happen every six months, right? Right, right. Do you do anything with uh, septic tanks? Uh, it depends, right? I do a lot of uh, drain field rejuvenations where mm. I can repair the current drain field. It's basically like a maintenance on the drain field. Right. We can inject it with some enzymes and get it cleaned up, put some new parts on it, and the thing will run forever. I give a three-year warranty on those. A lot of septic companies offer about a one-year warranty on new uh, new drain field. So, right. Right. So, so the, you can just rejuvenate it rather than just pull it out the drain field and put it in a new. Yeah. Nice. And it has to qualify as well. Right. If it's, if it's completely, uh, embedded with the roots or it's in an area that's just oversaturated or it's in a low lying spot that will never dry out, then I'm just going to let the homeowner, know, Hey, probably be best to get a raised 
a raised drain field or maybe right. abandon this one and move it to higher ground or get rid of those trees, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good information to know. I mean, I, I had a house, uh, when, when I, uh, when first got married and moved into a place, uh, over not too far from here in the Wakaiba area on a septic, a lot of trees. And, you know, it was twice that we had to redo the drain field and once, uh, uh, to, to, to redo the septic tank itself, uh, 1960s home. Uh, so we definitely, uh, had some experience there. Uh, those backups are, are never fun. Uh, especially I mean, because a backup on a septic is the worst because you think oh i just need to pump my my tank down yeah well if there's an issue with the drain field you're just going to keep pumping and pumping that's and what pumping was happening to me nothing. i kept pumping and <clears throat> and it kept paying these people to come back out and yeah. uh you know pumping it and finally we redid the drain field didn't have the problem anymore there's there's some maintenance that we can discuss about septic tanks that a lot of homeowners don't know it costs them thousands of dollars too so all right. All right. It was good stuff to talk about on the next segment. So stick around here. We'll give some thanks to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right. All right. Welcome back to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio. Jump on over to WFLA Orlando. .iheart.com. If you're in the Central Florida area and you're just driving through and maybe you're not going to be in the Central Florida area for the next two hours, you can stream us live as we're playing it on iHeartRadio, WFLAOrlando.iheart.com. That way you can stream us straight from iHeartRadio itself. But of course, now everybody, though, has a phone or a Spotify account or some other account that streams. And I even checked it out last weekend. I went on Spotify, clicked on podcast went on search, put in contractor talk, boom, right there. We're able to come up every episode. You can stream us, listen to us live. All right. And with technology today, we are going to bring in Hans Kennett with Morgan and Morgan virtually. Let's see. We're going to do a live answer. Let's see how this works. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Hans? We are live on the radio. What's going on, man? Oh, not much. I was just talking to one of your, your staff engineers there at AQA. Nice. Um, get some, some engineering questions here after hours. So sorry I couldn't grab your call uh, initially, but wanted to finish up with him first before I gave a call in. Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan never sleeps. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, Joe, you missed an opportunity. Where were you? Another man? one. Another one is right there. Jesus. Um, he doesn't sleep, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think asleep at the switch is what they call that. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, uh, Hans Cannon, Morgan, Morgan has been, um, uh, how do we want to say, um, so integral to, to our show here on contractor talk with Richie Kidwell. I am not a lawyer. Um, and so I bring information to you that sometimes is needs a little bit of, uh, let's say, um, polish, you know? Uh, yeah, we'll call it that a little bit of, um, let's, let, let, let's hear it from the, uh, from the professional. And as he says, it depends and I don't know. Um, and so those are some take backs, uh, that we want to take from uh, the great Hans Kennan. Um, this weekend, or, or actually Friday, um, I was sitting uh, having lunch with my friend, and uh, there's this guy behind me causing a lot of trouble. The uh, bully. And he was. And so I went back there to tell him to calm down a little bit. And it happened to be John Morgan uh, with with uh, three other lawyers celebrating a big win. Um, and I sat there and talked to him about 30 minutes, just about everything. And um, and of course, uh, uh, Hans Cannon uh, came up. He goes, you know, he used to work for Trump, right? And I go, 
<laughs> I love how he throws that out. He's like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I kind of know about that. Um, and, uh, you know, as we we're talking about, will, uh, of course, I said, do you think the governor is going to do the right thing, knowing that he's just getting berated? He's not going to make president. That means he's going to come back here with his tail between his legs for the next two years, knowing that he screwed every consumer in the state of Florida but out of, you know, attorney's fees, any protection that they have. We talked about the, some of the some of the laws that changed last year is that not only affects people that are trying to uh, that have a, um, uh, a dispute against their insurance carrier, um, not property, medical, talking about life insurance, we're talking about any dispute that you have with your insurance company. Now, you have lost all control. Like you, you have to pay along the way. You, the, the one that is injured now, has to then come out of your pocket even more when you're dissed by your insurance company now that you have to get then and pay, pay your own way now um, uh, through this process to hire experts, to hire an attorney, um, those kinds of things. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to understand what can we do from now on. But I think a lot of us have talked about it. I think Hans has a solid plan to help folks, um, especially, you know, in that one time of need. But if you come with a public adjuster, how they're able to work with you on your fees. If you come without a public adjuster, how they can work with you pre-suit to be able to help bring that home for you. Um, and so I think it's important that to know that Morgan Morgan is taking on property claims. Um, and, uh, and, and Hans Kennan is your guy for that. Um, so, Today, we have uh, Brad with the Drain Daddy on. We were talking about uh, our favorite subject, um, cast iron plumbing, uh, cast iron drain line issues. And I uh, wanted to call you in on that, Hans. I, I know you've got a little bit of experience with that, being with the smallest firm in the nation. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. We, 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 we do. Um, we do have a lot of experience with, uh, with cast iron pipes. Pretty much any home. Uh, and especially like focusing on Florida for the moment, and that was constructed before 1974, almost undoubtedly has cast iron pipe drain system, which obviously over time um, begins to fail, and it fails in a variety of ways. It can fail simply by running slow toilets, things backing up. <clears throat> there we go. And it should sound more like that. But a lot of times with cast iron pipes, it doesn't. Uh, we've we've actually handled thousands of those cases. Um, we typically try in front of a jury about 15 of those types of cases um, in any any year in Florida. And what happens is your insurer will undoubtedly deny your cast iron pipe claim. Uh, at least I would I would say. Well, look, no one's ever called me and said they got theirs approved without us. Uh, but, let's, <laughs> but basically, what you're going to see is they're not going to approve going to deny a claim and say, hey, that's just wear and tear. That's just uh, too bad, so sad, it's too old. And we've been very successful using their own insurance policy language in such a way uh, that allows us in most situations to get um, at least some of the expenses covered, if not all the expenses covered. So we're so happy to talk to anyone who has any questions about a cast iron pipe drain system. Normally, which are reflected by, by slow running toilets, and I'm, I'm sure with our guest today, he knows more about, about that aspect than I do, but we're certainly, we're certainly happy to help. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. <clears throat> and yeah, Brad does. Uh, we we're just talking uh, on like uh, last couple of segments, also in between breaks, about some of the uh, experiences he have had. Uh, he has had with clients that have had the. Um, and you have to do that talk with them and say, "Okay, this is what I found uh, in your drain line." And yes, the fix or the cure is going to be. Unfortunately, we're going to have to trench majority of your house, and a lot of things are coming up. And uh, I'm sure that conversation doesn't go well. <laughs> no, definitely my least favorite thing to uh, sit down with the clients and talk about for sure. What are the, um, well, I know uh, Hans said some of the, some of the ways that, uh, that he's heard from his clients that are the reasons how they found out that these things have failed in your experience. What are the biggest, I guess, just um, things that a homeowner would want to look for a sign, so to speak. We, we heard the date 1974 uh, from Hans there. Um, and uh, what, in your experience, what are the reasons why they call you and they just now noticing it? It's usually stoppages. A hundred percent stoppages. Um, when you start getting paper stoppages underneath the house, it's a good time to look at camera inspections and stuff like that mm -hmm. to find out what sort of shape the, the plumbing is in. Uh, another one is, is cockroaches, believe it or not, in the bathroom, especially in the bathtub, because if the, if the trap below the bathtub is cracked, it'll let all the water out of that trap, which will allow insects and critters mm -hmm. to be able to climb up into the bathroom. Uh, also around the toilets, you'll see them sometimes, cockroaches, the mm -hmm. bigger ones, the palmetto bugs, not the little German cockroaches. But right, right. Start getting some big big cockroaches in the bathroom, you might want to have some things looked at. Or a foul smell, foul odors, we get that a lot. Mm. Hey, this bathroom over here seems like it just always smells bad. It's usually a cracked vent line or broken cast iron inside the wall. Interesting. And so wow. the, the, the vent line itself, you're saying that, that if it has a crack in it, that could uh, cause an issue? Yeah, well, it's it's allowing sewer gas into the wall cavity, right? That's where you're mm. getting that foul smell from. Every every Ooh. fixture in a house has a P-trap. If you look underneath your kitchen sink, that little U, that's designed to hold water in it so you don't get the foul smell inside the house as well mm -hmm. as the sewer gas and all that. But if you have a cracked vent line inside the wall or a broken P-trap in the concrete, which allow that water to dissipate, then, of course, you're going to get those foul smells with all the you know all the critters that may come along with that as well. Wow. That's good. That's some good insight right there. Um, and if you're listening and you do want to get your home inspected, your plumbing lines inspected, go to the drain daddy.com. Be careful on typing that in, but the drain daddy.com. Um, you'll be able to schedule a service there um, and get your plumbing inspected. I think it's important to do that. You, you do have a, a maintenance program as well. Is yep. that right? Yeah. The maintenance program includes two visual plumbing inspections per year. We come out and turn the valves and check for leaks and drips and things like that and catch them before they become a catastrophic issue for the homeowner. That's good. That's good to know. I mean, preventative maintenance is always the best. Uh, we talk about on the show, uh, Hans talks a lot about, about taking pictures and video of your inside of your home, your contents, the outside of your home, the shape of your roof uh, once a year. Uh, so when you do have a, a catastrophe, a storm, something like that, you have that evidence or you have that photo uh, photos ahead of time. Yeah, always protect yourself, right? That's right. That's right. All right. So we're going to take a break here shortly. Uh, we have Hans Cannon with Morgan & Morgan, and we have Brad with the da uh, DrainDaddy.com. Definitely go to the website, schedule your service today. On the next um, uh, uh, next section here, we're going to talk about the cast iron drain lines. And I want to bring back up, though, the, um, um, the uh, uh, drain fields and that kind of stuff. So we'll be right back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. 
All right, all right. Welcome back. Contractor Talker with Richie Kidwell. Building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio. You can find us there at 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. or streaming anywhere that you like to stream or hop on over to our website, contractortalkpodcast.com or over to our Facebook page and like us there, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right. Uh, we have some great guests today. Uh, we have uh, Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan. Thanks for joining us via phone call today. Uh, and then uh, we have Brad with thedraindaddy.com. Go on over to the website, thedraindaddy.com. Schedule your preventative service today. Uh, we were talking before, a couple breaks or a couple segments ago, we we're talking about, and I think it's important because I had a home with a septic and man, I didn't know what I was doing. I paid brownies or somebody like 300 to 500 bucks. And I didn't have a lot of money then when I was growing up and uh, when I bought my first house, but to pump that sucker. And it was just like, at one point it was like, okay, every couple months. And then it was like every month. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, what? Ah, and I know you see this like issue. A car payment, you know, it was. septic every month. Huh? Ah, but it was like, how else do you stop that backup and that smell coming in your house? You know, you almost will pay anything or do anything. So we'd have those guys come out and they suck everything out and like, ah, oh, you should be good. And then, you know, we had to even disconnect my, my washer. I was just like too much volume in the in the drain field, huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah the, she, pro- the problem is, is that the, a lot of septic companies, they are in the business of septic repairs and replacements. Right. But they don't take the time to try to properly diagnose the drain field. What is the reason why the septic tank is full? Well, it's because the water can't dissipate down into the ground via the drain field. So right. it's a simple process of elimination. Okay. So water comes into the tank, it exits the tank and goes into a bunch of other pipes that are in your yard. Where is it getting backed up at? Where is the problem at? So by by properly diagnosing what's causing these the tanks to, to fill up rapidly mm-hmm. is to try to determine what's causing that and see if it's repairable or if it absolutely has to be replaced. But a lot of people, when you buy a house, your realtor doesn't sit you down and say, we're going to bring in a plumber, HVAC technician, and electrician, and they're going to tell you the do's and don'ts and ups and downs about how to maintain this new thing that you call your home. Mm-hmm. So if people are on a septic tank, they just keep flushing the toilet. You know, some some folks will put some Red-X in every, every now and again, but our society, we all all use antibacterial cleaners. I mean, I look on every kitchen counter and underneath the sink or in any bathroom next to the, the lavatory, you're going to find antibacterial soaps. On a septic tank system, those are bad for that system. Mm. So by, by understanding, hey, antibacterial soaps are going to kill the bacteria that I need in my drain field to break all of the solids, the grease, and all of that stuff down. So by by educating homeowners that have septics on how to properly maintain them, what to do and what not to do, you can prolong the life expectancy of your of your septic tank by years. Wow. Wow. And that's good. I mean, you know, it's like I'm I'm on city now and I just remember that, um, you know, um, and, and it was a interesting experience to deal with because I had limited uh, knowledge of that until um it was a, it was, it was a, it was actually a plumber, uh, that came out that actually told me that, that I should get the, the drain line addressed, uh, the drain field rather. And that's what ended up fixing the problem to your, to, to your point there. So it seems like the, the messy stuff sticks in the septic tank, all the water uh, dry, uh, goes out to the drain field and gets dispersed in the many different of the, uh, depending on how big the septic tank is, is that how many lines you have for the, the drain field is sized based on the the number of bedrooms in the house. Uh, the entire system is based on bedrooms, not bathrooms. Interesting. But like like I said, it, that so that tank is designed to hold all that nasty stuff so the bacteria in the water can build and eat all that stuff, turning it into water. 
So that way it can escape through the drain field effectively. But if we use bleach cleaners, antibacterial soaps, it kills all the good bacteria that's inside of that tank. So you have to constantly reintroduce it or you really want to mm -hmm. limit your uses of bleach cleaners, um, chemical cleaners and antibacterials. Interesting. Interesting. That's some good information there. I mean, it's, it would save me, it would have saved me a lot of money back then to figure out that after you drain it the first time or suck everything out of your septic tank, really look at those lines, make sure you have a good drain field and with just some minor repairs and they redid the rocks and re reset everything. It really fixed everything yeah. uh, for, for, for my situation. Um, good information there. Um, and then we were talking about, and I know Hans runs into this a lot of times with the cast iron drain lines. And like I mentioned, there's the two major ways or two types of uh, the biggest claim volume anyways has come from wind, uh, wind damage and then plumbing, which would be backups uh, from drain lines or even a, a pressurized water line, uh, a goof or a fitting that kind of popped off. Or we even mentioned the, uh, the shower pans that were either installed incorrectly or Ice has maker lines. Ice, Ice maker, maker lines are huge. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> dishwasher or washing machine hoses. Oh yeah. Those are the two biggest, as far as big floods that I see are the, the simplest, cheapest line in the whole house <laughs> from the angle stop gonna, to the refrigerator every time. Yeah. Every I was going to say, what's interesting with, with, with the, uh, uh, the same thing with the, uh, the, the drain line off the draw off the washer and the ice maker line, since we all know what happens, <laughs> why do they never give you a product that's better that you can use that you can use drain lines? So like the, uh, the ice maker lines, that plastic historically has been so brittle it just literally shatters over time <laughs> and i just thin. can't understand and i just can't it's thin walled everything about it and i'm just like you know the three of us we're, we're in the business so i get it but we know it means the manufacturer has to know it and 100%. You, spend three, you spend three grand on a refrigerator and you give it 12 cents of plastic <laughs> to, run, to run your 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 ice maker line and i'm just always shocked by the by that and it does it does huge damage i mean the water comes blow, blowing out of that thing it's a pressurized line when yep. they do break they, they tend to break you know on Saturday the weekends when, when you're gone yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. when you're gone exactly i was going to say so, you know, usually saturday morning when you left friday night yeah, for the they, weekend they should make those all stainless steel braided it'd be so yeah. much easier just yeah. just send it send the fridge with a stainless steel braided line Right, right. Or at least some but, uh, better connections. I've seen like, you know, copper or some like, the, you know, different connections. And you're like, wow, man. Um, interesting. Yeah, you're right, though. I mean, and, it, and it's the ones that we hear are those great like stories of I went for the weekend and it just happened to be that time where my uh, my refrigerator line happens to break off, fall on the ground and just leak for hours and hours. And we're talking about a little bit of water. And by the time they get there, so much all their floors are affected um that that it ends up becoming a uh a super big to do adds up quick and you does. would be amazed uh, i've got stories that i could tell you for days about walking into a house 2 30 in the morning and uh <laughs> little ice maker line blew through two layers of drywall across <laughs> the living room into the baby grand piano flooded the sunken living room oh man oh. yeah it happens over like i said hundred dollars you put a brand new stainless steel braided line and, and, and never have that issue but 
Mm. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. That's so right. Are, are these lines like behind the wall or can I like go home and, and change? Sometimes mine? actually, yeah, sometimes they are accessible. Yeah. If the refrigerator is on the same wall as the kitchen sink, typically you can rerun that line from the underneath the kitchen sink over to the refrigerator or a lot of times they'll have a shutoff behind the fridge so you can slide the refrigerator out take the plastic one off screw on a stainless steel braided hose tight snug it up and then you're good to go Nice, nice. And that's good to know. And, and again, if, if you're listening to the show and you're in the Central Florida area, even up to Volusia County is our service area, go to thedraindaddy.com, request a service, have them come out and do it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. There's a couple of things I don't mess with. That's electrical and plumbing, right? I won't mess with that. I'll mess with a little bit of drywall here or there, maybe paint some stuff, but that's something that I wouldn't do. I don't recommend you do unless that's what you do for a living. But uh, plumbing or electricity, I don't know if I'd want to mess with that. So yeah, I would no, definitely go no, I, to the drain daddy, uh, have a service call. Now they all also offer preventative maintenance too, where you get discounts on service, you get bumped up to the list and they work weekends as well. So that's when everything happens Friday night, Saturday morning, you want to have them on speed dial and they bump you up to the front of the list if you're on their maintenance program. So go to the drain sign up there. And it's not that expensive for the, for the annual, is it? No, $9.99 a month. <laughs> That's nothing. It's oh, wow. pennies. A lot of time, your first service call is going to pay for it. If not, you're looking at, okay, I've saved 45 bucks if I have this maintenance program. So now I'm $50 out of pocket and he comes back and spends an hour and a half here checking all my plumbing. It's kind of a win-win. Wow. wow. That really is. That really is. I just want to put it out there. I, I'm just make sure Joe, our producer, knows it doesn't apply to him. They can't do preventive maintenance on Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely, I love a, I love a good preventative maintenance program. It's my favorite oh, thing. And, and, right. and, 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 Joe loves a good pipe cleaning. But not, <laughs> I was going to say, there's so this. many jokes in here for that. Uh, but we're going to have to take a break, give some thanks to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, all right. And we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And jump on over to our website, contractortalkpodcast.com, and over to Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Let us know if you like the show. Um, and uh, we'll tell Joe. All right. So um, we have uh, Hans Kennedy with Morgan & Morgan on the phone today. He is not here for his dapper outfit of the week. Um, if you listen to prior, uh, prior shows here and if you've chimed into our live podcast, it's not live yet, but Joe, we're going to put that on live as we record it. We do record the podcast prior to the show. We separate the audio, send it over to iHeart and they play it on Saturday. So we do it before uh, several days beforehand, but we have it. We have the availability here. We have the cameras in the room. We have an awesome site here. So we just got to now plug it in to our Facebook and make that live here. Let's do that next week. Let's do right, we it. We're going to have to have a launch party, a countdown. It's going to be awesome. All right. Let's make it happen. Sounds exciting. All right. And oh, then yeah. uh, on our website, we're going to, so we're going to bring some uh, history there of our, of our actual video podcast. You can hear all of our audio, uh, previous audio uh, po- uh, shows. I'll call it that way. Podcasts the with the video. You know, it's some backstory, the lore, you know, they yeah. want to know like, where did Hans Kennen come from? Who was Hans Kennen? Right. And how what is Hans Kennen? Does he do that? How does he wear a different suit every show? There's questions we have. He's got swagger. That's what the kids call it these days. Yeah. A little moxie. 
<laughs> now I know what moxie means. <laughs> that, that's terrible. I know what moxie means, but like swagger, that's a, that's a new term for me. Yeah, I like. I mean, the mustache is coming back. I mean, so it's just like you lost your mustache. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't maintain. Man, it was hard. You got to be mm. really committed to that. I mean, what am I? That, that cal- I still, the, yeah. I still can't grow facial well, hair at all. I, I, <laughs> this is like two weeks no shave. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, uh, you'd be horrible for no shave November then. Yeah, it's, it sucks though. Like I would like to at least maybe like rent a beard every so often. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to that wedding with a beard, you know. <laughs> I can't even like fake it. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a terrible curse right here, you know. Not to yeah, have I mean, that. We found the problem that Joe had is when he grew just a mustache, cops would follow him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it wasn't a good look. standard. Yeah. Stay away from them playgrounds, Joe. Sketchy. That's exactly right. <laughs> Not yeah, that I, mustache. Yeah, I, here, I, had, I had to get rid of it. I must ask you a question. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, and so, Hans, we were talking about the cast iron pl- um, plumbing lines. And they were saying that date, 1974, if you're in a home built prior to 1974 and you ha- are having issues or you you know that people in your neighborhood have been having issues with their drain lines specifically not your pressurized line but your right. drain line so where it's coming up if you were to have water coming up or there's blockages that are happening regularly um and we've and in your experience Hans by the time they get to you um they have a damage model and and if you could tell us uh and the listeners what you have uh seen when they by the time they get to you and then what that process looks like to to bring them back to uh a better condition there sure sure um people come to us usually six months or a year or years hmm. uh, later after they've had these problems, they don't know what they are and how to, how to diagnose them. Um, you know, they, they just use the normal stuff, the Drano's, the, the self-help products, all those things. And the problem is once those drain lines start to, they call them belly out or, or actually break or have holes in them, um, as Brad mentioned, you know, things just start leaking out and causing a problem and, and the, the pipe itself gets jagged edges on it and, it catches toilet paper and all that stuff and just starts causing blockages that you can't plunge out and you can't drain out and all those, those other things. People have come to us literally using buckets in their outside or in their bathrooms mm. um, when it's gotten so bad, mostly because if they have made an insurance claim, that claim has undoubtedly been denied. Now the now two things come out of that. The first thing is a lot of people have, a limited water damage endorsement, which limits damage from this, even this type of claim, if we can get it opened up uh, to $10,000, which as we know, doesn't go very far, kind of like $10,000 in mold coverage doesn't go very far if you have a problem. But a lot of policies do have the um, the, the limited water damage uh, uh, endorsement. Um, so sometimes for some folks, depending on, on where we are in the process, we're able to at least get them the $10,000 um, aspect. And depending on what you have to do and where the piping is and what kind of floor do you have and all those things, it's not a perfect situation mm-hmm. by any stretch, but it can certainly be helpful to folks who otherwise literally have, have nothing. And and most and the houses built between 19 before 1974 down in Florida, in all honesty, tend to be rather modest. And with that, $10,000 may go a long way to help helping to get um, those problems fixed. If they don't have a, a, a limited water damage uh, endorsement, then the question is, well, how much does it cost to potentially take up tile, take up concrete floor, and mm-hmm. redo all that piping? Now, keep in mind, your policy does not pay to replace the piping itself because that is not a covered loss. 
However, the the damage incurred in getting to the pipe and the cost incurred in putting it all back together is called an ensuing loss. And your insurance policy will offer and cover your the ensuing loss, but not the piping itself. So just keep in mind, if you come to us and we get it approved and we get the floor opened up, you may still have to pay the cost of repiping, but all the cost of, of putting everything in it out and putting it back would all be on the insurance company. And that's why we try about 15 to 18 of these cases a year in front of a jury because insurers will, are, are, you know, in the beginning, they literally laughed about them. They literally laughed about the fact we brought these cases. And as we, we win them more and more consistently, uh, they're, they're, there's nothing left but to cry in, I think, as they would say. Um, <laughs> so we've done well with that. Um, but, we, but we do have a lot of amounts. We have thousands of those cases in some form or another moving moving forward. But again, the insurers have, have been more receptive to people making claims and, and, and realizing that we do have a good track record and have established a, a, a certainly a winning jury trial record um, on these files. But yeah, yeah, if you have those problems, those flood of things, you just give us a call and we have plumbers, we have expert plumbers to, to come look at it and get it help, help us figure it out. And we're always happy to listen to you and see if we can help you. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, and, and now you have the drain daddy, uh, to give a call as well yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, as your plumbing expert. Um, and so like Hans was saying, I mean, if you, if, if there has been consistent damage, um, meaning that your backups have occurred and you had to pay a plumber to come out and kind of, kind of put a bandaid on it. And it's just every so often, um, where this continues to happen, um, then you may need to take it to the next step. And like Hansa said, it's like, maybe they don't cover the drain line replacement, but all the stuff that they have to do to beat up the con uh, the concrete to get there, you're going to have flooring. What if you just put tile down, you have carpet, you have other things that are in the way, uh, walls that come in the way of the way that it trenches from the street all the way into all your bathrooms and your kitchen. Um, there's going to be a lot of damage there that has to then be put back. And if you don't have the right professionals there, then you're going to have a problem with identifying all of those costs uh, at air quality assessors. AQA does that as well too. We'll give you a full estimate on that. So if you do end up getting to that, that point and you're like, what is this going to cost? We offer that estimates uh, as well, but it, it brings in the whole team, right? Cause you're going to need somebody to submit that to your insurance company, which could be two things. It could be a public adjuster or it can be an attorney who practices uh, in this, like uh, in this space as Hans Kennan does with Morgan and Morgan. As he says, he has thousands of these in the pipeline. Um, Nothing from Joe. I don't know. I thought it was funny. He was talking about pipes and we're in the pipe. Anyways, whatever. Um, but uh, we, um, no pressure. Come on, Joe. Come on, question. Does the, does the homeowner have to experience water damage or uh, an actual loss? Or is it, can they, can they go down this avenue if it's just getting constant backups or they know that there's an issue with their sewer line and they're tired of paying the plumber? Um, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but, and I, as I like to say, it depends at times, but primarily you do need to have some damage to your home. Now that's, that doesn't mean you have to have walls falling down, but as you mentioned earlier about it's some damage to their drywall, mm -hmm. typically you want, you want to have, or have there be some physical loss that has occurred, um, in order to trigger the ensuing loss provision. <laughs> Otherwise, basically you're saying nothing's happened. There's no damage to my house, but we need to change the plumbing. That is kind of um, antithetical as to what the pol what policies do. 
So there's, there would need to be some damage. And again, some damage can be can be damp drywall that has to be replaced, baseboards that need to be replaced. Again, mm-hmm. anything along those lines, but you do need some direct physical loss sort of to trigger coverage at all. Um, again, but it can, it can be well, very good. minor at that point. That's, that's uh, good info. That's, that's good to yeah. know. And we'll pick this right back up after the break uh, with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. All right, all right, and we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio. Thanks for hanging out throughout the break, giving some thanks to our sponsors. And, uh, man, what a great show today. We have Hans Kennedy with Morgan & Morgan, and we have Brad with TheDrainDaddy.com here on the show today. We have a great plumbing show for you today, um, and we're just discussing right before the break, and we had a boom, we had to end real quick. I want to continue talking about that. If you have a home built prior to 1974, and you're experiencing drain line issues specifically, um, I think this is a show that you need to listen to. Um, the question was just asked, and, and we're talking to Hans Kennan as, as, as a lawyer dealing with these types of issues. By the time the they come to him, uh, he has to be the bully uh, to, uh, to the insurance company to submit all the damages that does exist um, from replacing the drain lines. Um, and I love the question that you had on the break, uh, Brad, where we're talking about, well, what if the homeowner has consistent consistent backups and, and kind of like in my, I'm getting like flashbacks when I had to continue, you know, draining uh, my septic uh, tank. And I was just like, man, I have to keep doing this and keep doing this. Eventually there has to be a fix to that. And it did, and it will, or maybe it has caused damage that we haven't seen. So the question is, is, um, is will, or does there have to be damage? Does a half, does a drywall have to be wet? Does a baseboard have to be soaked and falling off or does it, or can it just come back, you know, through your, 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 uh, I would say your, your toilet, your up sinks. In the tub. Yeah. If it's just filling up, but not creating any actual. Sure. Sure. I mean, a homeowner's policy and, and every insurance policy and every homeowner's policy, requires there to be some form of sudden and accidental loss. Mm. And that loss has to be a physical loss to property, which, which basically means you, know, you can't let something sit there and then cause damage. It has to be sudden and accidental. It should not be over a period of time. But in order for you, for you to make a claim regarding your your slow-running drain or what you believe to be, and Brad may, may tell you that, however, you do need some bit of physical damage. And again, that's not a flooding of the home or wholesale damage mm-hmm. to the property. Yeah, can that damage what- exist within the plumbing line? And then let's say they usually pay you to access it, right? So let's say if Brad comes out, he he fishes the line halfway through your house, he sees the, let's call it a tree root that has grown right. into the uh, uh, to the line and he can't even jet it, you know? So it's just like, he's going to be like, hey man, I have to cut this open and physically saw this out. Would would that be covered? It is not. The the, the cost mm. to access the problem is not a part of the, the the direct physical loss cannot be caused by accessing the damaged area. I had, I had a case where where I learned this, and that's how you know the practice of law is exactly that. Hard lessons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like twenty five years ago. Um, there was a case a guy brought, and and he he didn't have any damage. Like when he walked across, he had. Um, there was there was nothing um but but he stepped on a warm spot on the floor um and slab leaks can be different handled differently but this had the way this one went down and he cut out the floor and he found this piece of broken pipe well the problem was is that the the broken pipe itself 
never caused any damage to the home. And so when he opened up the floor, then the, the lawyer there brought a claim and said, hey, um, the damage is the opening of the floor. And like, no, no, no. You can't cause the damage by the repair. <laughs> the damage has to exist. How else could you yeah, right? identify? You're kind of catch-22. How else would I figure that out if I would have ripped up the floor? Look, look well, at it. it is. Now, and, uh, and again, that's, that's to sum, sum up the catch-22 of, of all this type of work. <laughs> but but you, 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 like if your toilet overflows, um, obviously that's, that's dirty water, and that water gets into your baseboard or your drywall, again, it, it, it doesn't require the house to flood, but there has to be some direct physical loss to property. What about, what about, what about soil erosion underneath your slab? That's one of the things that I was trying to kind we, of we, imagine. We, yeah. We've, we've talked about that as far as the loss of compaction and right. whether, and whether that, that loss of fill is is considered and i'll be candid with you i'm not exactly sure how that how that has worked out i know that was going to go up on appeal the issue of whether or not the loss of fill under the home the loss of compaction was a was a direct physical loss to property but it's really kind of not because the insurance policies don't insure for land anyway uh they only they only do it essentially from the foundation up so there's been some arguments made. Mm-hmm. Though I can tell you that the law that by virtue of the hole in the drain line, that the that there's been a loss of compaction fill that has the impact that is impacting the home mm-hmm. uh, structurally or foundationally, and that really hasn't hasn't gotten very very well developed yet. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because when we look at uh, slab breaks and cracks and things like that, and we're measuring it up as a, as an engineering firm, and we're looking for that, you know, no more than a, you know, a certain amount of pitch. Um, and, or we end up finding these crazy slab cracks and we find that this was due to soil erosion from whether, whether it be a drain line or a pressurized line. Um, those seem to to be a mixed bag as well too. I, I guess it depends, but um, now if, if, if the line cracks, the line most foundations. If you take up all the flooring, most foundations have some cracks in them, right? That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And if that water came up and got into the floor, well, then that's damage. I mean, you're that, that's mm-hmm. that's what it takes. But it does require the, the, a negative impact to some building material typically within the home to qualify as direct physical loss. That's right. That's right. And, um, and we do that a lot at air quality assessors. We work with the plumbers The plumbers will find that there is a, there is a loss. We do bring out the moisture mapping team, uh, to moisture map the flooring, the walls and that kind of things. We're help. We're looking for that type of, uh, type of damage really just to identify it. Uh, we can go as far as adding an exactimate estimate to that as well, too. That's needed for your insurance claim. Give us a call 844 call AQA or go to our website, airqualityassessors.com. We'll be able to help out, especially if you're going to jump into an insurance related claim, that's our specialty. We're the consulting company that can help you identify if there's damage to your flooring, to the walls, if it's by moisture, if it's by um, uh, by an offset of uh, the concrete collapsing, those types of things or sudden collapses that uh, sometimes uh, under um, uh, different policies that may exist, you'd want to talk to a public adjuster or an attorney or your agent uh, regarding policy coverages. But as far as determining if there's damage, that's something that needs to happen make sure that you're covering all the bases um because some of this 
could be reimbursed under your policy of insurance. And all of us carry insurance for that reason there in case that damages do occur that supersede your deductible. Uh, obviously, that's your choice to do so. Um, but the best place is to start off with your full inspections um, and get that done through the draindaddy.com. Uh, like you said, as low as what uh now nowadays really like legit one cup of coffee i mean i think when you go to starbucks nowadays what is it average about seven dollars now yeah so for about what 9.99 a month yeah 9.99 a month man that's awesome and that's that's visual inspections and a water heater tune-up right if you need if you need some camera work done or something a bit more invasive where you want smoke tests or anything like that just reach out to us and we'll work with you that's awesome. That's good to know. And that starts off with identifying the problem first, you know? So if it's something that you, you want to get more information on, let's identify the problem. And then from there, let's move forward. Maybe we can then talk to the client if they need to get everything else inspected and then put numbers on it. Uh, and then also uh, get the dry out done and all that stuff, get it prepared, ready for uh, the next step. If that's the case, if you do have water inside of your home, or if you have constant backups that have created damage, uh, give us a call here and you want to start with the drain daddy get it identified uh, from there. Uh, and if need be, we'll talk to Hans Kennedy and Morgan and Morgan to help push your claim through is if that's what they love, love to do, delay, deny, and then eventually defend it. Um, you'll need somebody in your corner that's dealt with thousands and thousands of these. And I'm pretty sure it was Mark Nation that brought one of the um, uh, those major pipe, uh, cast iron pipe drain um Oh, I'd say major cases to light. Oh yeah. And it is now at Morgan and Morgan. So, Oh yeah. No, yeah. And nation actually is the guy who's trying those 15, 18 per yeah. year. He's become an expert in, in his presentation of it to his credit. And he just spends his, spends his, his months and his years these days. Uh, defeating insurers on cast iron pipe cases. Well, the good thing is, is that we get these questions from our homeowners and we're plumbers, you know, it'd be, it's good to know that you guys are out there working on their behalf to know, let them know what's being covered and what they can and can't do and what their options are. That's right. That's and right. And certainly Brad, as you're out there, you can always feel free to let us know. Richie, I'm going to have to leave the, the show tonight. This is my last segment for this week. Um, Brad, I'd like to get together with you and chat some time and appreciate uh Give me an opportunity. Yes, sir. You as well. All right. That's awesome. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right. All right. We're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Where you can jump on over to our website, ContractorTalkPodcast.com. Don't miss the show there. Or like I just realized, even though we've been on Spotify forever, you can click on over to Spotify, click on podcast, search Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. You can listen to every show there streaming straight from your phone or from the, uh, 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 what do we say? The uh, from the archive, from the catalog. Right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the comfort of your own home. You know, you can just listen to it right there. Um, we also are, if you're driving around the Orlando area right now and you're going to lose signal, um, go over to WFLA Orlando iheart.com. You can stream us there 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday from the iHeart radio as it streams live. So outside of that, you can go straight to our uh, 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 Spotify and iTunes and YouTube page and listen to any previous show that we've had and listen to our guests that we've had and, and what they have to say. Um, many different uh, uh, professions from um, AC to uh, roofing to even the Roofing Association. We have a roof con on before that puts on these um, um, types of um, uh, seminars uh, for for homeowners and and uh, 
uh, service providers alike, uh, conferences rather. And uh, so we've had all different types of folks on here, roofing contractors, attorneys. Uh, and today we have Brad with the Drain Daddy, uh, the draindaddy.com on today. Um, and I think it's something that you need to know about preventative maintenance. We've talked about the AC guys having preventative maintenance. You even uh, signed up with Four Seasons, got your your gold uh, program going with them. That's right. I sure did. I, lo- I, I love that. And that's that's really, you know, it's really priced pretty fairly. And I mean, this this service says like it's priced fairly. And then I hear, uh, you know, I hear Brad talking about water heaters and then like, man, what would my morning be like? If I tried to go and get in the shower and it's cold, <laughs> I'm real sensitive to that stuff, man. Like my day is not going to happen like that. So I think that's, yeah, that's those, the those next simple luxuries, right? Right. No one, no one thinks about their water heater until their water ain't heating. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think about it ahead of time. I love preventative maintenance. Oh, yeah. Wait, so, so I ended up taking mine out and getting the, um, uh, the tankless water can you say water heater, tankless water yeah. heater? Tankless water heater, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some people uh, hate saying uh, a hot water tank. They said it's not a hot water tank, it's a water heater. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're that kind of. There's a, a boiler bubbler, you know? <laughs> yeah. We hear them all. The old school. We hear them you all. You check my boiler? Old and but a good one, you know? <laughs> not that boiler, Joe. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, and so I think it's important to have a service program, especially with your company, for as low as $9.99 a month, you're going to get your inspections uh, throughout the year, discounts on services, and bumped up to the front of the line if you have a problem over the weekend or something like that. Like I said, I don't want to mess with electrical, and I definitely don't want to mess with plumbing. Two things that I screw up very easily. Uh, but well, uh, Now you know who to call, man. Yeah. That's right. Just give us a ring and joe you'd be amazed when we would drain and flush some of these water heaters the stuff that comes out of the bottom of a water heater that has not been maintained right. we looked on the homeowners and they're like what is that like that's what you shower in oh wait what yeah oh, so so no, a rule of that? thumb in the state of florida three to five pounds of sediment and muck and buildup collect in the water tank every year Oh, so if you've got a 10-year-old water heater that you've never drained or flushed, there's 35 pounds or 50 pounds of junk sitting calcium, manganese, dirt, whatever's in the water. Is that, that from there, when it heats a, it up, it, like, it kind of like it drops those sediments no, in the bottom? Fall, it falls out of the water column naturally, right? You, you have pressurized city water coming in and then standing stagnant inside of a tank. So all of those impurities and sediment, manganese, sure. It's like dirt. a big density column. And yeah, then there's an anode in there, right? Sinks to the bottom. Yeah, th- there is an anode, but- and That breaks down too. That it's just sacrificial, adds to it. right? Yeah. Another one of those, hey, you don't know what you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. These are things that homeowners should know so they know how to maintain these things to protect the integrity of their plumbing system or to know, hey, I don't necessarily want chlorine- in my water, how do I we take care of that? Or how do I get rid of all of that sediment in my water heater? Mm-hmm. Drain it, flush it, maintain it. Tankless water heaters are huge with that because the water has to go from ground temperature to 120 degrees from one side of that box to the other. So as the water is getting heated, all of those impurities are flash stuck to the side of the, the elements on the inside. Once again, if it's not maintained, I'm sure you know, tankless, mm-hmm. tankless water heaters are very expensive. If you don't maintain it, well, it's like buying a brand new car off the lot, never changing the oil, checking the tire pressure, or anything like that. Do you still have to maintain the tankless water heater? It's 100%. so much smaller. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> because 
what how hot is it inside of that to heat that water from ground temperature to 120 as it's passing through it It has to be pretty hot right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what happens is to all of those impurities calcium iron manganese all that stuff that's inside of that it sticks to the side of your heat exchanger and if you don't if you don't maintain that and and drain it and flush it and uh with the right pump kit it's just going to cause it to fail prematurely Mm. Yeah, I'd say the only downside of having the tankless water heater installed, um, obviously, I'll start with the pros, right? I mean, I love, I, I'm a long shower kind of guy. I like long, hot shower. Set it on 120 because you can set it higher or lower. Um, so I did put it on the 120 uh, mark. Um, and I love it because it just, you never run out. It's never. Just, it's always there. It's great for those uh, freestanding tubs. Mm. Big bathtubs, if you, a lot of people don't realize, if you're trying to fill your entire bathtub up with hot water, good luck. You'll get about halfway through. Right, before it starts, yeah, before it starts to get warm. Yeah. yeah. The only downside is is how long it takes for the water to get there. Like in my my furthest bathroom from it, uh, my guest bathroom, I literally turn the water on and I walk away. And I go do something else for a minute or two, a couple of minutes, and I come back and it's, it's finally warming up. Yeah, so... A lot of people think that if they take out their tank style heater and put in a tankless, that they're going to get instant hot water, right? They read something online and <laughs> says, oh, it's not an instant hot water. So they'll put them in place where the master bathroom, which in the state of Florida, you look at almost every floor plan, your master bathroom is furthest away from <laughs> the water heater, which is right. in the garage, right? Right. So <laughs> there, there are some fixes for that, right? A lot of times it's... A lot of these uh, fixtures that you get nowadays, your aerators and your shower heads, they're flow restricted. So they're only giving you three quarters of a gallon per minute, one gallon a minute, 1.2. And there's a lot of gallons between you and the water heater. So it, it takes forever for it to get there, number one. But you can in, incorporate something like a recirculation pump. Mm-hmm. Um, we, there's a Grumfus makes a pump actually that you can mount on your water heater. And you don't have to run any designated line through the attic, through the floor, to the furthest fixture, creating that recirc loop. Right. It has a manifold that'll go underneath that bathroom sink and then a pump by your water heater. And it creates a loop on its own between the hot and cold that's already in the house, giving you hot water at any time, three to five seconds after you turn the faucet on. Yeah, I think that's what I was missing. I was missing like that relay, so to speak. And I was going to put it in the um, in the, in the the kitchen because that's kind of central to the master and the guest bathroom. And I didn't do it at first. They they offered that because I said I wanted it to be, you know, more just like you said, three to five seconds on there and longstanding, right? So it's like he said, well, let's let's you do this first because there's some cost in with that and, you know, some more work to the, uh, to that. I'll call it the relay, the research um, and, uh, you know, and more install time. So I was like, oh, let's just go and put it in and see what happens. I've had it for about a year now. Uh, like I said, I love it, but that's I feel wasteful, too. You know, I feel like, yeah. you know, because uh, maybe I should do do that. Um, what type of cost would that be uh, roundabout? It really depends on the ins- installation. Right. But. There's usually two options. You you can get a quote to install a designated recirculation loop, right? And a, and a pre-existing home is going to be expensive because we have to open walls and get in the attic and run a designated line there and back. But with the Grumpfus comfort pump system, it makes it not only super convenient for the plumber, but it's a lot more affordable for the homeowner because we just have to climb underneath one sink and then install this pump next to the water heater. So usually less than $1,500, we can be in and out of there. And you can have good, quick, hot water, three to five seconds. Every would that only be house. to that faucet, though? No. So by picking the the faucet that's furthest away from the water heater, usually there's branch lines in between 
the water heater and that furthest faucet that's going to mm-hmm. feed those other areas of the house. Now, if you've got a split floor plan or two water heaters where one side of the house is ran off one loop and one side, we may have to do some different, you know, designing there. But 90% of the time, if by putting that, that manifold at the furthest fixture, it, it gives them good hot water. Five to, That's why I said five to seven seconds at any fixture in the house. Nice, nice. That's good to know. That's good to know. And that might be something I'm going to call you about because I'm at that time, a point where I don't want to be wasteful of my water, uh, but I want constant hot water. Uh, so maybe that's something I look at and I'll call the drain daddy for that for sure. Um, and if you're in the same spot, you want to go to the website, thedraindaddy.com. Get on that program, preventative maintenance program now. It'll get you discounts on service and up to the top of the list if you have a problem over the weekend. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, all right. Welcome back to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Thanks again for hanging out throughout the break. Thanks for that whistle there. Appreciate it. I'm looking fly today. I got a face for radio, so thanks again for joining us throughout the uh, throughout the break and the pre. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in the previous segments, uh, if you were just uh, tuning in, sorry you missed a great show. Uh, we had Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan uh, came in for a couple segments. We talked about cast iron uh, ensuing damages with uh, Hans Kennan, Morgan and Morgan. They deal with thousands and thousands of these types of drain line cast iron drain line uh, issues and with what he called ensuing damages. I think that's my take back. Um, And if I had this question as a homeowner and a policyholder, my home was built prior to 1974 and I have my original cast iron drain drain lines and everybody in my neighborhood is having problems. Do I have to actually have damages to file a claim? And his answer is yes. He says that, that some some policies cover what they call ensuing damages, but you actually have to have a physical loss to your property to actually file that claim. And that's what Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan was saying. If you missed uh, a couple segments ago here on the show, um, and we have Brad with the uh, the, the Drain Daddy, DrainDaddy.com is where you want to go. And he's saying that they do these inspections, they do the camera line inspections, they can jet the lines, and they can tell you whether or not your 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 cast iron drain line is damaged. Damaged. It can be repaired, or if it if if in fact it did create damage, um, and that's something that you need to look at, and possibly can be able to get reimbursed by your insurance company is if it did create damage to your home and they have to trench it. They literally have to dig a trench inside of your home from the outside of the home where the plumbing comes in all the way to your, all your bathrooms, your kitchen, everywhere that has that drain. Um, and it's going to be a big job. It's going to cost a lot of money and a lot of people aren't saving up for that type of loss and they're scratching their head every time that they have a, uh, a drain line uh, issue come up. And again, what the takeaway is from what Han said is that if you have damages, if, if, if water came up through your drain line and water came out onto your floor, onto your drywall, onto your baseboards, that is something that could that, that they could look at and it's something that could be reimbursed under your policy of insurance. Super insightful. Yeah. Super that was, insightful. That, that it's was, good to get some clarification on things like that so people aren't confused or that mm-hmm. we're I'm not giving out the wrong information. But I'll, I'll definitely be reaching out to him in the future for any questions that I may have. Yeah. And that's great. Cause if you are there with the homeowner and they do have those questions, Hans is great about, uh, uh, be, being easily accessible to, to answer the phone calls or his text messages, um, and, or just being that, that, that resource. Cause if they needed to sign up, um, then it's something they could do from his business card. He has a QR code, just sign up, um, and let him take that 
big lift for you. Uh, and I won't speak for him, but he's got really good percentages. We're not talking about taking a pie. We're talking about a small percentage uh, to help push that through. Um, and if you need that damage model, that's what we do at Air Quality Assessors. We are the consultant. We'll come out and take a look at all the damages, write up an Xactimate estimate uh, to use to, to supply to your insurance company. You don't actually have to get the work done, but you need to know what needs to be done. That's your first step is calling the drain daddy to identify the issues. If you need to get an attorney involved uh, uh, to to uh, to file your claim, that's your choice as a homeowner and as a policyholder. But get us involved at Air Quality Assessors, airqualityassessors.com or 844-CALL-AQA. We'll come out and help you inspect and get a good estimate for that damage model that you might have. Um, also, uh, we, we discussed about the maintenance programs and, and we were talking offline uh, about the, uh, well, you mentioned it in the last segment about all the sediments that are inside of your hot water tank and people don't realize that. And we were talking offline about like, wait, what, you know, all these impurities is the, the, these hard um, uh, contaminants uh, that, that are referred to. And it includes some of those uh, uh, sediment pieces, particles, and also includes chlorine and other chemicals too. Um, and we know that there's fluoride uh, within there. There's chlorine, a lot of things that are bad for our bodies, um, especially if we ingest them or if they're around us, if we're in a hot shower with all this chlorine. Um, you mentioned testing a pool water versus testing somebody's uh, uh, water that comes right out of their tap and finding more chlorine than you would in their pool. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. it's, and, and it's another thing, like I've, I've said a few times, it's uh, you don't know what you don't know, but to keep the water bacteria free to your house, the city has no other choice, right? They have to put something in the water. That's going to make sure that we don't get any dysentery or any sickness or bacteria laden water. Right. So it, it's, it's the city's job to give you, clean water, what they would call clean bacteria-free water, but it's your responsibility to then filter any of those agents out of the water before you drink it, shower in it, bathe your kids in it, cook your food in it. And like mm -hmm. you said, the hot shower is, is, is kind of an eye-opening uh, thing when you lay that out for a client and you say, hey, look, we hmm. tested the pool in the backyard and we tested your tap water. We've determined that there's more chlorine in the tap water. Now you shower in this same water turning that chlorinated mm. steam into a gas, right. which now your skin's absorbing the chlorine, you're breathing it in. And we all love those hot showers. Yeah. I, I love to take a hot shower too, just not with a bunch of chemicals floating all around me. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, and I asked you if you actually offer that and it's something that you could help a client out with if they wanted to knock out some of the impurities in their home. Um, they can do that by different filtration systems, whether they buy it and you install it. But um, from your level, you just want to install it and make sure that it's working great for the homeowner. Uh, you said you have different products that you can offer, but it is something you can help them with if maybe they don't want to go with the conventional. Is it conventional? I don't know. But the door knockers that are coming by, let me test your your water for free and we'll get this installed and we'll just talk, uh, charge you a monthly fee and inclusive of that is some sort of maintenance program. So you're kind of stuck 100%. with them for life. Yeah. They, they are going to make money off of servicing that product, whether it be replacing parts on it that are designed probably to fail or uh, salt deliveries or, Hey, you have to pay us this much money per year to come look at the system or you don't get a warranty. A lot of these contracts, they say that they say, oh, you got to pay us once a year to come out and do our annual maintenance of the system or your warranty is void. So there's a business model behind not only selling that product, but the maintenance, upkeep and repair 
of that product. I would prefer if you're going to spend your hard-earned money to filter water that it's something that you don't have to spend a bunch of money over the life of it just to keep it working correctly. That's I'd right. rather fix the toilet next time or replace mm -hmm. a faucet for you. Not, oh, Brad, there you are again, this dang water softener. It's that time of year again. Yeah. Right, right. But to your point, I mean, what we talked about offline is that a lot of these are self like, uh, like, like they don't need maintenance. They're just self running by itself. Uh, you can buy a five year or a 10 year guaranteed, f uh, would you say like, 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 uh, what was the numbers? Like maybe five years or, or, or five, yeah, five years or half a million got there. There's different yeah. ones, right? I prefer salt free systems. Now they're not as good as at removing the calcium, manganese, iron, the hardness from the water, but it's a set it and forget investment. There's no moving parts, no electricity, no salt to buy and lug and put in the thing. And it doesn't backwash, which wastes a lot of water, 80 gallons every time mm. it backwashes or more. Wow. And that's good. And that's something you can help them with and install in their home for them. Yes, sir. 100%. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The draindaddy.com, the draindaddy.com uh, is where you can put in for your request for service. Ask for Brad, make sure he comes out to your home, check it all out for you, man. Yeah. That's going to be the best way to go. Yeah. And we handle everything drippy faucets to additions. Don't hesitate. Call us anytime for questions or insight. I, I even get the occasional DIY. Don't tell my wife I called you, but <laughs> I, I know it just needs a flapper. What do I do? <laughs> I, I can talk people through small things like that. It's better to help. They'll call us when they have a major problem that they can't handle. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you need, you know, somebody to call and help you through it or that FaceTime. I know I have an AC friend and it always happens when you get home from work after hours. You're like, ah, I yeah, I don't want to pay that. Right. I don't I, want I you to come it's out. something simple. It's something simple. Do I put this wire into there or not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't and know. then you've got just like a pile of parts and you realize, I think I may have gotten in over my head. Yeah. Here. Then you yeah. ring me back and you know, I say, did you get it? And you're like, I did it. I did it. I, I messed quit. it up worse. <laughs> I went and got the part and i don't want to do it when are you available okay. i'm on the way <laughs> yeah i've made that phone call once. i won't tell none of your buddies that you backed out i'll just you, you keep the box and take a photo of you next to the toilet and uh, as far as the wife knows you fixed it but yeah, you're a champion discretion you want a paper invoice you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> put cash in a white envelope nobody says anything about it, nothing. it does happen i have a few of those older gentlemen that they call me once every year or so Man, she's been bugging me about this sprinkler thing, and I think I messed it up worse. She's out of town until Sunday. Can you fix it? Don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I won't say nothing next time I see her. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Uh, but that's great. And, and thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, TheDrainDaddy.com. Schedule your service today. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for uh, having We'll talk me, to you guys, guys next week. The Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. See you.